Welcome to another edition of Making Money, the show that tries to provide a little bit of financial literacy for those who are so interested. Maybe you think you're already a pretty sophisticated investor, and if you are, to your credit, very well. Maybe we can give you a little extra info that maybe you hadn't considered before. The financial coach, Ron Hebert, was a portfolio manager for years. He's retired. I'm a retired broadcaster. Uh, Ron and I have known each other for several decades. We're going to talk about the R word today, Ron. Nobody likes to hear it. But it seems to be looming large these days, and that's recession. Are there indicators out there right now we could be headed in that direction? Surprisingly enough, in spite of all the rhetoric that you hear about people making opinions of whether we're going to have a recession or not, there's only been one reliable indicator, and that's been interest rates. And if you go back to 1960, this indicator has predicted every recession that has been had in the U.S. Now, there is a thing called the interest rate spread, and that's the difference in rates between short-term interest rates and long-term interest rates. And this indicator that we're talking about uses the spread between the two-year government bond and the 10-year government bond. So these bonds have maturities in two years and have maturities in 10 years. The two years is considered the short bond, and where the short rates are measured from, the 10-year is the long bond where the, what's considered the long rates are measured from. And what happens is that normally short-term rates are lower than long-term rates. If you're willing to take the risk of locking your money in for a longer period of time and watch rates go much higher than what you lock in at, you should be rewarded for that. And historically, the spread between short-term rates and long-term rates is between about 1.5% and 3%. So long-term rates tend to be 15 to 3% higher than short rates. But when you get into an economy where, for example, where you start having higher levels of inflation, well, governments like to start jacking up short-term rates. Government right now has talked about the fact that they could raise rates anywhere between you know, the big brokerage houses with their economic departments are saying that we could see between four and as many as seven quarter point rate hikes this year. And generally, they jack up the short-term rates. And if they do that, often short-term rates go higher than long-term rates. This is called when the yield curve inverts. In other words, short rates go higher than long rates. When that happens, you have a recession within nine to 18 months afterwards. So let's just do a little bit of calculation here. So if we have four to seven rates, we could uh, rate hikes this year, we could have short-term rates by the end of the year actually being higher than long-term rates. And generally you have a recession following anywhere between eight to 19 months thereafter. So if the yield curve inverts later this year or early next year, it looks like that somewhere in 2023 or even uh, early 2024, we could actually have a recession if this playbook is consistent with history. And now there's a number of wild cards here as well, but that is what historically has taken place. So if you want to know if we're going to have a recession what you really need to keep your eye on is what's called the spread, the spread between short rates and long rates. And when short rates go higher, 
that is an indicator that between nine and 18 or eight and 19 months down the road, we could be heading into the economic toilet and have a recession. So you've been keeping an eye on this. And, and right now that curve is flattening, isn't it? That curve is flattening. And currently, um, like at Christmas time, there was a spread of about 1% between short rates and long rates. So short rates were 1% lower than long rates. Well, that is compressed. So short rates right now are only four-tenths of a percent below the long rate. So it's not going to take too much from here if governments start jacking up rates for them to invert. So that is why we're talking about this right now, because watching short versus long-term rates is very, very timely at the moment. Now, the governments, Gord, are walking a financial tightrope. No kidding. As you mentioned (laughs) on past shows, if they raise rates too much, they won't be able to afford the higher interest payments on their debt. But if they don't raise rates, inflation um, could continue to, to, to be a big factor. Yeah. And look at people like us who are retired who have fixed incomes. Well, that really hurts us, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, I. You know, I just at the grocery store the other day, and and I didn't buy very many things. And the bill was $100. And I went, holy moly, stuff's getting pricey. Yeah. So, you know, when you're working um, during times of higher inflation, what you often have is you often have your wages go up to partially at least compensate for it. But when you're retired, and many retirees are on a fixed income, that doesn't happen. So the governments are on a real tightrope here. And and as we've been saying for the last couple of years on this show – is that they're boxing themselves into a corner where they can't raise rates too much because they can't afford to, but if they don't and inflation gets away, they're going to ravage a whole generation of retired people. So they're caught between a rock and a hard place right now. So, and we've talked in the past, Ron, about government debt, which is at at all-time highs right now. They're staggering. The numbers are frightening when you look at it. But one of the formulas that we talked about in the past episode of Making Money is that you can't inflate your way out of that debt. But that's that's a dangerous formula, right? Like, this is what shuts people out then. It's exactly what shuts people out. And frankly, if you're listening to our podcast and you're a, a, a regular uh, listener of this particular uh, Let's Make Money uh, show, What we want to do is we want to try and give you a financial education. So next week, we're going to be talking about inflation, how it hurts you, and we're going to be talking about the kind of investments that you should look at that will protect you if we have inflation. And we also will talk about, we have a chart that shows with basic different hard assets, which of these particular hard assets performs the best and gives you the best bang for your buck or the most protection if we do see inflation. So we really have a big show for you next week. Okay, so before we get to that, Ron, like if, if the alarm bells are starting to dingle a little bit, maybe they aren't, you know, ringing loudly, what would be your advice right now? Should there be certain things you should be doing to maybe get yourself set up for this if it does happen? Yeah, two pieces of advice here I'd I give, Gord. And the first one is clean the weeds out of your portfolio. It's like your garden. If it gets overrun by reeds, it's going to affect its productivity. So if you've got things out there that just haven't turned out, um, take the loss. You can lose the loss and write it off against future gains. And then build some cash and wait for some opportunities. 
everybody looks at investing like they have to be the ever-ready bunny, or they're always doing something. Sometimes the best advice you can have is just to sit on your hands, stay away from the keyboard, and wait to see how things unfold. We don't know how uh, Ukraine and Russia is going to work out, uh, and we don't know how this is going to play out with the governments having to raise interest rates with the two problems they have and they box themselves into a corner. So now it's not a bad time to build cash and wait for some opportunities because we do live in interesting times and it's often those people that have the patience that have waited it out. They're the ones that get the best opportunities and often it's only once or twice in a decade where markets really come back and prices of most quality assets get into what we call the cheap zone. And if you can make significant purchases during those periods of time when everybody else is scared and running for the hills, those are the people that over the next decade are generally the ones that make the exceptional returns. Okay, so kind of a short and sweet installment of uh, making money this week. But as you say, next time around when we tackle the topic of inflation which um yeah i think it, it's here and and it and unfortunately i mean the numbers come out every month it looks like it's getting it's it's gaining momentum almost run so we're going to tackle that next time around if you have a question or a suggestion let's make money.ca is our website send us an email we'll get to it or you can also reach us through cfcw.com where the show is hosted on their portal we're back next week to tackle inflation on behalf of the financial coach ron hebert i'm gord whitehead We'll join you next time around. The information presented is derived from sources believed to be reliable. This material is presented for information purposes only and does not constitute investment advice. Before acting on any investment information, a person should seek advice from an investment professional. The presenters may or may not hold positions in the securities discussed on this show and will not be responsible for any losses sustained from acting on this information.